Please forgive me if uh, the presentation is a little bit long. I'll try to keep it manageable, but <laughs> I don't know any other way. Of course, it's always okay to pause them in in the in the process. We find uh, in the Mishnahis and Avos and in the Rambam something very unique uh, in the area of Midas. Generally, uh, the proper approach to take, Mufarshim say, is uh, what the Rambam calls the Midabaininess, that is not to the extreme of one side or the other. And there are one or two exceptions, the primary one, when it comes to the Mida of Anava and Gaiva, the Mishnah says, Ma'id, Ma'id, Ruach. There, we are directed to go to the extreme level of Shiflus or Anava. Of course, there could be a level that is really going too far, but essentially, the normal, typical balance of the two extremes is not appropriate. And the proper approach is to be exceedingly humble, as the Tana says, as Rambam Paskins, Melchus Deus. And it's an amazing uh, explanation or a combination of explanations given. The, the uh, Rav Baratzinu gives two reasons. One, because the Midah of Gaiva is exceedingly rejected and undesirable and sort of um, like lowly and it's horrific. Another reason given is that it's so prevalent among people. It's so common. Almost everyone is subject to this. So that's quite a fascinating uh, phenomenon where somebody that is somehow understood to be extremely lowly is also extremely widespread. The Rambam adds because the damage that comes from it is extremely great damage. But uh, of course, we cannot help but wonder if it is in one sense uh, so worthy of rejection, so objectionable, so unpleasant to anybody who sees it, that comes in contact with it, then how is it that it is so common? I think there's something that uh, could help us understand this and maybe also help us to find uh, some help against it. In a little Ramban in Parashas Ekev, on a very well-known Pasuk, there's a very well-known phrase very comes from the Pasuk in the Torah, which is called Kaychi v'aitzem yadi asaliyasachaylazeh. Now, just to give the background, um, the Torah describes how when Klaishra enters Eretz Yisrael, we're going to be fabulous, amazingly successful. Everything will increase. Cattle, sheep, gold, silver, everything will be just exploding in its successfulness. And there's a danger the Torah is warning us, I don't know if this is foretelling or it says, warning us not to fall into the trap of some feeling of upliftedness creeping in, and all that success, that of course is essentially Hashem's bracha, of course, but feeling uplifted and a little bit forgetting Hashem, where it's all coming from. And the end result will be I'll simply read the psukim and you would think that's referring to this material success, giving ourselves the credit for all that um, financial atzlacha. But the Ramban learns it, the Lashon Chayel, as 
is going back on the great victory of the conquest of Eretz Yisrael. He says there that Kal Yisrael were great mighty warriors compared in the Torah to the Hari, to the Ze'ev. And we defeated the, the mighty 31 kings of Eretz Canaan in battle. And the Torah is the warning that uh, through this experience of all this Hatzlacha, we may look back at recent history and feel a sense of added enormous pride and glory and might and power in having achieved this great military victory. And, and somehow, at least to some degree, some significant degree, be relating to it as we won, we did it, we, we conquered, we vanquished these mighty kings, these mighty armies. So what is the Torah's response to Torah's assistance to us? What does the Torah say? So the Ramban says what the Torah is saying with, as the Pesukim described, to remember Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim, took us through the Midbar, great, awesome Midbar, filled with danger, without water, gave us man, Avana is saying, the Torah says, the Torah is saying, remember Mitzrayim, where you could not possibly have escaped on your own, and only Hashem took you out. Remember the Midbar, where you could not even survive on your own, and it was Hashem who provided you with everything, and as Chazal described, it was transformed into a Gan Eden, Anani Yaakovit, Be'er, Mon, Mon, the Hanav, the Mon, all the Hanav, the world was tasted in the Mon. So Hashem gave you so much good under such conditions where you couldn't even survive on your own. So in Cain, that's the case. Then this victory also. This victory that you performed with your strength that Hashem was giving you. Hashem gave it to you. Hashem gave you this strength. It's quite interesting that Ba'an goes on, the Moshe Rabbeinu added, that actually it was also clearly a miracle, this victory. But somehow Klai was able to think about it, that it was their might. And then the Torah is addressing that and helping us to come back to ourselves that's no it's Hashem is giving us that power so Lahori we could ask a simple question that's if if there is a need to uh, bring proof that this victory was not our might it's Hashem giving it to us so how are those situations a proof how does one prove the other granted to escape from Mitzrayim, we couldn't. That had to be from Hashem. To survive in the Midbar, of course, that we couldn't survive on our own. We needed the bear, we needed the mud, we needed Nadia cover to protect us. But military victory, that we have might, that we have power. How does the fact that it was Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim, and Hashem who gave us life and everything in the Midbar, how does that prove, if a proof is needed, that this military victory is not our power? I think that's a pretty simple question, a valid question. And Lachora, there could be a pretty simple answer. I'll allow a moment, you know, to let this register. Because, you know, I always hope that uh, we think alike. And that's always very encouraging. And of course, um, all, uh, all feedback of any kind is always welcome. 
any time. So simply l'chayra, the approach that we would take based on what we've been taught, is that of course, cholesterol really knows that they know they're not totally kaifer. They know that everything is from Hashem. But the awareness sort of gets dulled, gets faded into the background. Room is allowed, there could be room to start to relate to it like, oh, I have power, it's my power. And this is sort of returning me to the MS, reminding me, remember, see, Nisim that Hashem did, where you didn't have power, it could only have been Hashem. And that will help me to recognize, oh, of course, I don't have power on my own. Everything comes from Hashem. Uh, and that would be a very valid um, method and concept, I think. But I don't know if that's so mashma here. It doesn't seem that this is quite what the Ramban and what the Torah is saying. Because if that was really all that we're trying to do, is remember the Nisim of Etzias Mitzrayim, and remember the fundamentals of Amuna, like the Ramban spells out and the Parashas Boy, that everything is Nisim, there is no Teva, we have no power, we have nothing on our own, then the Torah could say very simply, remember the Nisim of Mitzrayim that showed clearly Hashem, Huhu Elokim, Ein Oid Milvadoi. Remember Kriyas Yamsov that showed clearly the, the Muna by Amin Hashem that there is no power other than Hashem. Remember Maimir Sinai that Hashem opened up Shemayim Varats and showed there is no other Kayach. And everything that we have is being given to us by Hashem. And I have to confess that I'm not ready to try to undertake why this is now what the Torah is saying, why this is not adequate. But it does seem that there's something just a little bit different over here. It doesn't just say, remember the Nisim Mitzrayim that showed clearly that everything in the Bria is only the creation of Hashem on a constant basis. Just like Hashem is putting down for the Mitzrim, water for the Jews, Chayshach for the Mitzrim, light for the Jews. So too, entire continu continuity of the existence of the Bria is being placed there for every Yachid by Hashem on an ongoing basis. There's something else here. Ramban is saying, Remember Mitzrayim, where you didn't have the power to get out. Remember the Midbar, where you couldn't survive. And Hashem did everything for you. It's talking about, remember that situation. Remember that life situation. It's not just, remember the Nisim. Remember Hashem's might, remember Hashem's power, see Amuna clearly. It's remember when you were in that matzah of Avdus with no means of escape, and Hashem took you out. Remember the midbar where you couldn't exist in the midbar, you couldn't live in the midbar. Hashem brought us in, of course, that we should be in that state. Who was giving you life in the midbar? Was giving you everything where you couldn't survive, where you know you couldn't survive. It's Hashem. So what is really going on here? I think we have to ask, just maybe even like, you know, at an earlier step, earlier stage, what is really going on when a person says, when he wants to relate to it, or somehow is drawn to relate to it, as this is my power. 
is he, is he really thinking? Are a class are really going to be thinking it's just ours on our own? Wasn't from Hashem? Can they forget that? Can they not know that it was from Hashem? Or is there something really a little bit more subtle going on? What's really going on when we feel some kind of a gaiva over what we have that we know is given to us by Hashem? Do we, do we really like believe that we are independent, that we have it on our own? Have, have we forgotten Hashem completely? I have the feeling that of course we know that Hashem gave it to us. But, but now we have it. If you'd ask Khalil who gave you the power to perform this miraculous victory, of course they'll say Hashem. So what does it mean, I suspect that at the core, even when we know that it's from Hashem, but then we feel about it like, oh, Hashem gave it to me, and now I have it. Now it's mine. I take possession. I take ownership. I relate to it like, oh, I have something. I have might. I have power. I have ability. I have success. I performed this. Yes, yes, Hashem gave it to me. But now it's me doing it. Hashem gave me the ability to do it. And now I do it. And then I relate to it that kind of a way that I'm doing it. Hashem blessed me uniquely with these wonderful gifts, with these wonderful successes. And that can make me somebody very special, better than other people maybe. Certainly not relating to it anymore as the gift of Hashem, but my power. There's a clearly very powerful drive in a person to want to feel. I have power. I have success. I have unique, unique abilities, unique accomplishments. So then essentially, I'm taking it over. So what would be the, the desired situation? The proper situation? So here's where I think we can only really grasp it if we try to live it or relive it. It's, uh, it's quite fascinating that, that the Gemara says, and the brings it, every person is chayiv to try to see himself. And we should try to do that, to try to imagine that. Simba explains this halacha of the Gemara. He says it cannot be that we could mamish experience this, but to the degree that we can, to envision it, to make that koach And truth is that even if it's not to quite the extreme degree like Yetzirah Mitzrayim or the, the Midbar, each person has in their own life some situation where we could see how Hashem has really and is really providing for me and saving me and helping me. If we if we look carefully, we could see it. Silas Sharon brings even Ani can see the Nisim of Hashem on a day-to-day basis. And the Chayla could see how Hashem is still keeping him alive. He could see the Yad Hashem. So let's try to imagine that situation of being in Mitzrayim, being in Eved for a long time. And, and the, the moment is arriving. We're about to come out. Anticipating the sea of Mitzrayim. What does that feel like? Shem is taking us out. After all the Nisim, 
after Marcus Bukhiris. Not just Stam, even Bidarak Ta'ateva. The whole Yitzia was in a miraculous fashion, in a moment Klyasrol was gathered together from all the Mitzrayim, going out like in a, in a miraculous speed. So we're being taken out by the Yarasha. What is that experience like? Or we're in the Midbar. Can I survive here? Here comes Mun, the air, and then they covered. We're being given the Ganadin by Hashem. What is that feeling like? To be taken from imminent, and it was like a challenge of a cholesterol, and then to receive, to receive the Abish's Brahma, to receive the Abish's Yeshua. The question is, can we see that this can be transposed into any success in life? Which feeling is really better? The feeling of receiving the Yeshua of Hashem, being the conduit for the Chesed Hashem, or a feeling of my might, I did it, I accomplished it. I am powerful. <clears throat> and what, what am I looking for? That's Hashivas, that upliftedness. Does it compare? Is there a comparison between the, the feeling of success? Maybe that's one that we're more familiar with, who we more easily relate to. But the Torah is directing us. Try to remember. We're all in Mitzrayim. Try to try to re- relive that experience, and Lachora would be quite uh, logical to say any of our own experience where we saw clearly, where we see clearly, Hashem is caring for us. Hashem is providing to us. Hashem is saving us. So then, in any success that we are achieving. And any good ability that we're blessed with, we can also see it in the same way. Well, this is Hashem's chesed that's just being put into into the world. I'm just a, hopefully a good shliach to bring that bracha into existence. So the Torah is telling us we will not need any more. We will not need to be taking over. And viewing it as my power. <laughs> we'll remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim, remember the Midbar. So then in Cain, we'll see this, this we can see this, we will, we will want to see this the same way. We won't be drawn to forget Hashem, take, take over ownership of all his brachas. We'll be able to see his brachas as what they truly are. Hashem's bracha, Hashem's Yeshua. That I'm, I'm I'm so fortunate to be the shliach for it. The Hashem can send the Yeshua, the, the Muhammad, and just like wipe out all the enemies. No, Hashem allows us to be the means of that great Yeshua to come to us through our own involvement. That's in a certain way, maybe even a closer connection. We are the the, the vehicle for Hashem's Atzala to come to us. Oh, that's much better. That's a much more exalted feeling. That's a much more desirable feeling. Of course, that's the real truth. But that's the truth that we're wanting to embrace. That will be a much better feeling. It won't just be, I have to give up. I have to give up on my feelings of might and power, submit to Hashem. On the contrary, this is a much greater upliftedness. This is a much greater cover. This is a much greater Hano. This is Hano of, of receiving Hashem's Yeshua on a regular, ongoing basis. And whatever we're doing. Can we, can we imagine like trying to sort of draw it in into our daily activities or trying to succeed 
what does that mean? We're, we're trying to be the conduit for Hashem's chesed to us. What kind of motivation might that be to be successful in any area of life? That Hashem's brachash come to the world. To everyone. For all those who he wants should benefit from it. I won't need to save it all for myself. I won't need to grab it for myself. I'll be happy to be sharing it with all those who could benefit. Because what is the chus? To be the means of Hashem's bracha coming to the world. And if we think like, you know, is asking a lot of ourselves to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, to keep focused on that. I think we learned already how uh, we have good help. We're putting on tefillin every day. We're trying to put on the crown that reminds us of the celebration of Hashem's Yeshua to the Kval Yisrael and therefore Yachid So we are worthy of that personal salvation of Hashem that we are supposed to wear as our crown and be in touch with, not lose contact with. So then we could see in everything that we're trying to do. Hashem is giving you the kayach. That's all the Ramban says. That kayach that you did, Hashem is the one who gave you that kayach. What's the back and forth? Of course Hashem gave me that kayach. Well, I think about it. Now it's mine. I have kayach. Hashem gave me this batana. Now it's mine. And it makes me better than some other people, maybe. I certainly makes me proud of myself and not, not thanking Hashem, not recognizing us from Hashem. No, no, Hashem is giving it to you. Hashem is giving you that kayak. Doesn't make a difference if it's bidar chneis or bidar teva. There's no teva. It's all nice. It's all the same thing. But that's a memory that can help me to embrace it. Not just I have to submit, recognize you have nothing. What does it mean you have nothing? That means where is it coming from? Hashem is giving it. Hashem is placing it in. Hashem is infusing it. Oh, oh. Hashem is infusing the kayak that I have, the seicha that I have, the aslacha that I have. Hashem is creating it through, through me. Whoa. <laughs> That's like, whoa. Hashem is sending his bracha through me. What is the chus? What upliftedness? So um, I think that this is um, hopefully a, uh, a method that we could try to employ. It's very fascinating that it shows us the interconnection between the mitzvah and because at the root of the Sechira Shetzias Mitzrayim is remembering this experience. Like the Ramam is saying, like Imar is saying, we should remember the experience. Oh, Hashem saving me from Avdus. And then superimpose that picture on everything that I'm doing in life to realize, oh, that's what's happening. In every attempt I'm trying to attempt, in every success that I'm blessed to have a little bit, that's Hashem giving me that kayak. That's the same picture as the as the Yeshua of Etzias Mitzrayim. Just one last thought. I remember Rashiva spoke about the Rashi by Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is greatly praised by Chazal for his Midav Anava. Hashem said, I gave Gedula and their Mai Tatzman Avram said, Anoichi, I gave Avram Gedula, and he said, Anoichi offer ve'efer. So what was that statement of Anoichi offer ve'efer all about? So Rashi says, Avram said, I would have been offer, rubbed into the ground by the Dalai Malachim. I would have been burnt into ashes by Nimrod. Lulei rachamecha sha'amnuli. If not for your racham in Hashem. That was quite fascinating because Aram is going on Kiddush Hashem, but he doesn't consider himself necessarily Roy even ace. He's going to fight against the Dal Malachim to save Lot. It's a great, great mitzvah. But still, he doesn't feel about himself that he's deserving of being saved. 
and there is going in the Sakana, or what's saving me? Your Rachamim Hashem. Your Rachamim. So that's what I am. I'm offer wafer, because that's what I would be if not for your Rachamim. Sarah is living, constantly living with that, with the, with the video of that salvation. Is living with that. So Meili constantly feels my whole existence is only for Hashem's Rachamim. But it's Rachamecha. It's your Rachamim. It's the personal relationship. It's Hashem is caring for me. Hashem is saving me. Hashem is taking me out of Mitzrayim. Hashem is taking me through the Midbar. Hashem is taking me through all the challenges, even the most difficult ones. Ani doesn't know where the food is coming from the next day. He could see Hashem is pulling me through this. And uh, we keep that kind of memory alive so that we won't need to take possession of all the wonderful gifts that Hashem may bless us with. They should only be increased more and more. And I won't have to uh, give ourselves pride over it in the wrong kind of way. And uh, won't come to Gaiva. And we'll be safe from this uh, very, very bad midah. We'll be able to be very, very humble. <laughs> very humble recognizing that it's all from Hashem. And uh, we're just here to try to spread the good. And what is the course to be the shliach? Okay. <laughs> um, I can pause here. Is there any reaction to any of this? Uh, it's, of course, most welcome. Hello, go ahead. Um, so I think you said two things, I think, about why it's more, why it's more satisfying to recognize that Hashem is doing it for us while we're doing it even, and not just that he gave it to us and now it's ours. Mm-hmm. One thing is that Hashem, uh, he cares for me. He considers me valuable. He's here with me right now. Mm-hmm. He's my friend right now helping me. Yes. yes. That's one thing. <laughs> And another yeah. thing is that I'm the conduit of his kindness. <laughs> He's being kind through me. So then I'm, in a sense, bringing about his kindness. So I'm not, I, I mean, I, obviously. I can't prove, of course. <laughs> Which I can't prove, of course. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that could not be part of it. I just want to know if you could, if you could help if you could help me or us um, feel mm-hmm. like the chashivas of that more. Meaning I, I relate I relate very much to, not, not that this is how I live my life, you know, I'm just saying that thinking about it right now, I relate- yeah, We're trying to, to get there, yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can relate to the good feeling that Hashem considers me valuable enough to be helping you right now. And he's by my side right now in my right. efforts, in my fight, right. he's right here with me. Right. So that, that feels great. That's amazing. Right. But I don't, I don't really feel like, like I'm, I'm the conduit of his kindness. Like, yeah, that kind of makes me feel like I'm a, like I'm a hefta. Like I'm, oh. <laughs> like I'm not really, like I'm not really relevant. I'm just. So it's the kindness to me. Of course, it's the kindness even to me. <laughs> But it's not only me. See, I think that that, that Nakuda, like Masul Sharm talks about, you know, you should view life as a great bias, a great palace. Everyone has a role to play for it to, to be most efficient and successful in providing for all the needs of everyone. In order to broaden it, to be, to be sort of comfortable with broadening it, it's not just that Hashem is giving to me, but Hashem is entrusting me with this, with, with, with this bracha, whatever it might be, that that can also be spread to many other people. So it sort of like goes together that if I don't need to take it for myself, if I don't see it as being my own accomplishment, then I'm much more open to this the entire connection to the broader <laughs> the broader good um, and like and, and so like recognize the 
that that chivus of being a shem shliach, so also benefit others. And in a certain sense, even myself. In other words, what should be the mindset? But I'm going to go put in effort, put in ishtadlus. And let's say I don't need it for my survival because I have enough to live. But there's a lot that can be accomplished in a very good way. And I have to be keeping my business running. So what will be the best good mindset to be putting in good effort that will not draw me into or not be based upon personal achievements and some kind of competition, making it into mine. So this may be like, you know, quite of a high level, no, no, no denying that. But sort of the flip side of personal achievements and making it my success would be what? What would be the other other kind of mindset that's that we could employ? I would think it has to be that's like there's so much good that can come from these good efforts. If, if the business runs well, it can hire people, it can provide a good good service, it could it could spread out so much benefit. Oh, of course, Tzdaka, Chesed. It's worth putting in this effort. Halavai to be the Shliach. <laughs> it's sort of like what the Shiva said from his father about Abbas's Taira. He said, Hashem wants Taira in America, he doesn't need me. You could have it without me, not dependent on my input. Hashem doesn't want that it should be turned to America, I will not be able to accomplish it. That's amazing in its own right. That could be such a thing, but it seems it could be such a thing. There are some places in America where there isn't Taira. And Hashem has a reason. So if Hashem doesn't want, I will not be able to give it. And if he does want, does not need me, I just want to have the zechus to be the shliach. So what is that? I never knew what that phrase even meant. Okay, you have a chiyah to teach Taira. I want the zechus to be the shliach. Halavai to be zeicha, to be like a partner of Hashem in his good being spread. <laughs> Snowballing. From one to another to another. If that, if that gibor helps the anim, helps the, uh, the, uh, those who are oppressed, if that usher helps the anim, if that chacham teaches the chachma, it's, it's, it's a source of tremendous bracha. So it's Hashem helping me to try to do what I'm trying to do right now. And, and where do I fit in? <laughs> what is my role? What is my, what is my part in this? Do you have another answer to that question? Well, how can I put in my efforts as in tandem with Hashem being the one who is giving the bracha, is giving that slacha? Can I, can I negate myself? Like, okay, I'm just irrelevant. Okay, but I just have to go through these motions. So shouldn't, so because it can't be miraculous, so we have to go through motions. I don't think we can do our good effort just by going through motion, so to speak. <laughs> has to be, yes, this is how Hashem wants it to be. And if I could have a chilek, so what is the chus? And even to myself, as we know, there's kindness to oneself. <laughs> You remember about that, right? Loving yourself. <laughs> Hashem wants to give the bracha and he's giving me the zechus to be involved in it. Involved. <laughs> now, now, taka, before the hate, 
that wasn't the Mahalach in the Bria. Adam Rishon had no contribution to the bracha that Hashem gave to him. It was not through Zayas Apoy. He did not have to plant, he did not have to harvest, and he did not have that Hana of Reitza Adam Bekav Shalah Yesim Mitisha Shalchaveira. Or it's often talks about this. That even through the Klala, there came out a unique bracha. Admisha had phenomenal bracha, and that was, of course, a desired situation. But after the hate, it had to be through his own effort. And now there's a quality of, I worked on this. Now, what does that mean? I worked on this. I did it. Can't be. Can't be right to become because I forgot the Amuna and I feel like I accomplished it. That's not what a Torah wants. <laughs> it has to be this. This kav came through my effort. This is Hashem bringing the bracha through me. That's why it's chot. I was involved with it. I was a, directly on the scene in this in this bracha coming. Oh, that's war chavit. I don't know what else it could be. I'm open to any suggestion. I just want to point out that what you're saying right now, it, it sounds very much like in the in the Ramban, he says, even this chayal that you're doing now with your koach, right. it is Hashem who is giving you the koach when you do it. So on the one hand, he's referring it to it as your koach. Yes. And on the other hand, he's saying Hashem is giving it to you when you do it. So it's like both of those are... Yes, excellent. Excellent, yes. <laughs> So it's not a steer. Gold star, gold star, Hillel. Gold star, Hillel. <laughs> a factory of stars. I, 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 I want to... In other words, that, that <laughs> there is a mile in that. There's a mile in that. Hashem, like, like it says by Yeshev at Sadiq, Botach Bechach Mosai. And he approached the Sarah Mashim Sarah Ifim. He relied on his chachma. I mean, his chachma is chachma. He saw Hashem gave him a ton of chachma. There's an opportunity to use it properly. So he did not feel inadequate. He used the chachma that was gifted by Hashem in a, in a fully productive way to even approach the Saramashkim and ask them and not be afraid that who knows, you know, something would go wrong. So there is a teva where maybe should stand in the bracha, but that's Hashem. That's infusing it. So we could we could hold the two together. To recognize Hashem has given me a matana. I have to use it. It's Hashem who is giving me that kayak when I'm using that kayak. And that can make it much easier to try to remember to turn to Hashem to help us. Because again, we won't be feeling like we're giving up our atzlacha. We'll feel, oh, we're the we're involved in Hashem's atzlacha. Hashem's giving us atzlacha. We'll want to turn to Hashem to help us to do the job right as best we could. And that you should bless it. I it's great seeing you. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> okay, hello, go ahead. All right, it's very hard for me to get in on time, but when I do, uh, a couple minutes takes me all week at least. It's uh, precious. Okay, hello, what, what are you tying It's in? a lot you easier actually when you hear what you say and then afterwards look at the Marmokai Hmm. You know. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that too. Yeah. Okay. Any uh, any other um, thoughts, reaction? Can anybody imagine trying to actually do this, Lamaisa? <laughs> the Rashiva gave a lot of achievements to it. He said, every person, he said from his father, every person can see in his life where there was Yeshua Hashem. Sometimes it's more obvious, sometimes it's a little more subtle, but we could see it. 
Okay, what Mr. Shalom is describing, the Ani is calling it Derech Neis, you see but it's not always overt Nisim, but it could be Nisim Nistarim, how we could see that, oh, oh, this is not, this is not, that just happened by itself. Go ahead. When you were asking that question, if we can implement our life, what you meant was this idea of really feeling that the things that we're involved with in our day-to-day life it's really no. I mean, I mean, for ourselves. Going back, going back to the state of, I cannot get out of Mitzrayim. I cannot get out of this this situation. Hashem is taking me out to like experience Shua Hashem of Hashem giving me that Salah, giving me the Yeshua. Whether it's which we have a shaykhist to, whether personally, which is also has a role to play, and then trying to transpose that, to superimpose that on our more uh, regular activities, or especially the most significant accomplishments that we'd be very proud of to realize, oh, it's Hashem giving me the koyach. Where is this coming from? Oh, and that will be a better good feeling. That will be more uplifted than I did it. I accomplished it. Look how special I am. <laughs> that will be a much better feeling. I won't need that. The is why the Torah is saying it, because this, this addresses the, the Kayach of the Eitzahar. I want to feel uplifted. I want to feel chasher. It's a, it's a correct feeling, but it should come from the right source. <laughs> I should feel chashev because Hashem is involved with me. Hashem is caring for me. Hashem is some lev alai. Hashem is making the bria for me, <laughs> including whatever I'm trying to do right now in real time. Hashem is giving that kayak. Oh, that's that's a much better feeling. That needs nothing to be added to it. <laughs> And no kind of a personal superiority could add anything to the upliftedness of receiving the Yeshua of Hashem. It's hard to know until we try because we're not so familiar with this. And we have to use the, the, the tziurim that can really help us to imagine it. I think the daughter being saved by her father, the king, helps a bit. That's a good one. <laughs> able to get in on the scene. What is really going on? And we need tziurim that can work for ourselves personally. So there may not be, you know... <laughs> Whatever the Torah says, of course, is for everyone. Remember, remember, we have it in Imagine ourselves as we have But that does not preclude other tziurim and other life experiences that could help to be mechazik. Not easy accomplishment to keep it alive, to keep it vivid, to go back to it, to to recreate it. It's a very hush of accomplishment. Avram Avinu gets great cheshivas for accomplishing that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, I just I just want to say that I I relate to the way you explained it more after that that we're being a partner with Hashem and bringing about His chesed. If you grant that we all need a, a sense of hashivas, if we grant that, and that, and that one of the easy ways to get it is by taking ownership of what Hashem gave us, mm-hmm. and but the more the more um, the, the the truer and more satisfying way is recognizing that Hashem is with me right now, caring for me, or that I'm partnering with Him to bring about His chesed. So then I, then I, then the second thing, my partnering with Hashem makes me feel significant. But, but 
with the Jews in Mitzrayim, they, they weren't doing anything. They were just being saved. And in the Midbar, they were just having their needs met. So I think that's why, I think that's why my, why I had difficulty relating to it then is because like, I'm just, uh, you know, Hashem wants to give chesed and I'm the conduit for his chesed. So like oh, enabling oh, him to bring it about. Okay. Like, okay. You're right. No, I didn't mean that, but no, very good. That's a very good point. Yes. So there could be some situations where taco, we're not involved. And maybe in that sense, it's easier starting point because there's no, there's no way to see it any other way. Just a matter of remembering it, reliving it. It's like this was only a. This is clearly only a Hashem saving me. Oh. Okay, so then what I'm doing, it's also a Hashem giving it to me, empowering me, infusing me, partnering with me. The lesson of, of, of a partnership is found in Chazal, Bagabi, the Ruchni's Dikur. Ruch is the you know, role of Claudius role in, in the Bria. It says, whoever has done din emes lamitoi is nasa shutavel kashbarchu b'maisa bracious. So we find such a lushan, Machal brings in das tunis, but uh, in your world, that should be on everything, not just done. Then, meaning that's right. everything you do ever is. There's Madrigus and Madrigus. No, meaning. Where's my Bechira? Where's my Bechira and my Amelus? My own personal Shlemus, and it's a much higher level of Shutfis in the Ikra of the Bria. Oilam is for, you know, Emes for Adin Vashalom. The Bria is for the spiritual accomplishment. So in that sense, the Adam is playing the role that he has to play. But even in the, in the sort of the external, in the Gashmi experience, it could also be something of that nature. to be to be involved. Maybe it helps to explain a little bit the my love as opposed to somebody's receiving tzedaka. Receiving tzedaka is not zeichet to be involved in Hashem sending him his parnasa. He has to receive it from another person's bechira. And he works and he earns it, al-pidin. So then he's, he's the shliach. Then Hashem's bracha is coming through him. That's a, that's a greater chashiva. That's the greater closeness in that sense. Okay, there's probably a lot more Tim Ayn in this Indian. <laughs> this is just a, a, a little bit of a start. All right, Shukarech. Okay, okay Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, always a very special pleasure. <laughs> David, great having you with us. I'll take whatever I can get. I'm here, I'm here. Yes, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> you know it's, not, it's not the fact that I don't believe you're here when I don't see you. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's, it's even more hard not to see you. Okay, no pressure anybody, but, you know, only good encouragement, always. Yes, uh, Rebbe, the way, one of the things that I did understand, I'm sorry? If you want to do it privately after tomorrow or later on, but one of the things I think that you were saying, which hit me uh, as something new, was yes. that... You can, you can share now, it's fine. Yeah, go ahead. It's what's the kochi that's coming from? Right. Right? Because there's a sense of freedom, a sense of, I don't want to, I don't want to be uh, beholden, I don't want to be reliant, Right? And also the positive, accomplished, the great victory. Feel accomplished, yeah. yeah. I mean, all these things that, that I, I'm, there's a certain need within me that I need to satisfy. Right? I think what Rebbe just flipped it a little bit also, in which, again, I, I think I heard, it could be I misunderstood, is that, no, the other way is talk better for you. 
for all these things that all the needs that you're trying to check off, all these check boxes that you're trying to hit, right? The other way is better. Yes. Right. But I, of course, I have, buy, I have to it's buy in that bit. I am worthy of Hashem's bracha, that I no. that I can expect, I can look forward to it, and I can rely upon right. it. Yes. Which is hard to hard to hear also because like if, if you're saying that Avram and Rina didn't feel that way. Hashem, far exceeds 
any independent kavod that I get after having taken his gifts and ran with them. <laughs> then I then I took myself away. Now now I'm trying to be independent on my own and less connected. It's going to be less chashiv and less uplifted. So will I feel that? Um, There's a reason I want to run, right? It's not going to be There's so. The reason cool. I want to run. The real question is, can we first experience even that, that feeling of being saved by Hashem? Can we experience the feeling of the king is saving his daughter? Can we experience that? If we can experience that, then who knows what can come? <laughs> It starts becoming more, more familiar. <laughs> Who knows? It's too soon to know. <laughs> we can't even predict it. Baby steps. I'm a, I'm a big fan of baby steps. We can hope. We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a good night. Simcha. Have a wonderful night.